Hey fateys, that's right, I'm going to call you fateys. We've hit a very exciting milestone and I'm incredibly happy to welcome you to episode 20! What? Thank you so much for joining us, I'm really grateful to have you on the team. And thanks as always to our lovely Patreon supporters, Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino and Irene Cucci. If anybody else wants to know how they can join the resistance, check out our reward tiers over at patreon.com slash fateofison. Now this is the final episode of what we're calling chapter one of the Fate of Ison. Gosh, how exciting. Stay tuned for some announcements at the end about where things are going to go from here. Now, without any further ado, here's what went down in episode 19. The Apple Squadeth found themselves in a strange futuristic realm filled with flashing neon skyscrapers, flying vessels, and mechanical beings. They navigated a series of corridors and elevators until they reached a glass tunnel high above the neon city. The tunnel ended in what appeared to be the edge of reality. Tape is hit. Let's get dank, everyone. What? <laughs> Welcome to. I feel like that's the wrong place. Dr- drum roll, please. We're all having a beat. Episode twenty. Woo! Woo! Phantom Menace. I can't believe we've oh, made no. it to twenty. The last Phantom Jedi Awakens. Jar Jar Binks, greatest character in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, you know Pretty what? Good. I kind of agree with you. No. No, I like I don't. him because he's a racial stereotype. But I don't know because I love R2D2 and you'll never take that from me. I like R2D2's too. <laughs> I don't even know if that makes sense. <laughs> it was Oliver, so it did not. Um, right, so last time uh, the Apple Squadeth made their way through some kind of strange other realm that uh, contained a lot of very futuristic things. Uh, fast zipping flying vehicles, um, uh, halogen bright lights, robotic mannequin figures, a strange mechanical beast with rods sticking out of its neck that were also part of a match the coloured rod to the coloured hole puzzle that Banfor solved of all people. With Trestle Spoon's help. To be fair, Marley was licking herself. Marley was licking the various holes in her body. <laughs> I'm not going to saliva, explain that. Saliva kills a lot. I often spit on wounds that I cause people. (laughs) Oh, God. Only as humiliation. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, righty. Um, They venture through a series of uh, futuristic octagonal-shaped elevators until they reached what um, they understood to be the 512th floor. And... uh, they entered a large dome-like room that had a full panoramic view of the modern futuristic city. Um, and then Marley found a panel which um, told her in Elven to, uh, that someone had been waiting for her for a very long time. Or for the entire group, presumably. Just said you. Mm. It was a collective you. Maybe. Might have just been Marley. We don't know. Well, Elvish tends to be kind of selfish language, so Marley's going to assume it's just for her. <laughs> Are they only speaking in Elvish? No, uh, the she panel chose. Was. She chose the elvish. Talk, talk to me in elvish. Button. Because like I know you, none of you guys. Like when you use the elvish. ATM and you're like, uh, I want to do this in English or I want to do it in Spanish. Mm-hmm. ATM is shorthand for ass to mouth. It sure is. I prefer no, to do my like, ass to mouth in Guatemala. It's the ATM machine. <laughs> Does that make you angry? They call me that on the streets. 
The ATM machine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... <laughs> oh, God. Let's move on. <laughs> they... Stop it. It's I feel like, it's, it's, it's I feel like nobody calls you that. It's, <laughs> it's late. Stop using your voice. It's late at night. Um, and we're at the end of our tether. Uh, Mali, um, uh, a door then opened in front of Mali, leading to a glass tunnel, which also had a full panoramic view of the city. And then it ended in a sort of hole in reality. Uh, and Banfor hurled a javelin through the hole with a rope tied to a trestle spoon. Uh, Marley <laughs> held on to the javelin, and Marley and trestle spoon were then plunged forth into nothingness. Mm. Banfor followed suit. After a brief moment, uh, the nothingness exploded into a, an infinite white expanse where there was a, sh- a small gnome man working at a small gnome bench, uh, working on something they couldn't see, and there was an owl sitting on the bench beside him, watching them. Marley carefully says, uh, after going, Gnome God, goes, uh, hello? Not really expecting anybody's going to hear her. Uh, You hear the sound of something metallic being put down on the bench, and the gnome turns around and says, Oh, hi! (coughs) I'm Hayded. Welcome to my realm. Yeah, hey, you don't sound like I've Come on down! It's Baron Wine Week at Danton Air! That's who it is! Only $4.99 a kilo! It's the packet save, man! He points at Benfor <laughs> and says, Ah, hands, meat week, am I right? <laughs> and he. he that uh, would make no sense to anybody who was listening to this from Benfor overseas. Benfor points at his groin and goes, No, meat's strong! <laughs> Uh, the gnome man, uh, he has uh, spectacles on. They are so round bifocals, and he lowers them onto his nose to get a better look at you as he approaches. He kind of waddles towards you on this seemingly white infinite floor. Hey, did? That's me! Uh, Welcome! Did, did, did you bring us here? Well, technically, you did. Thanks for returning the gym. Oh, you mean Jim? Jim. Well, is he here? Well, we're kind of inside him right now. We're inside Jim. Yes, you see, Jim is what's called a god heart. His, or him in particular, is the god of, or the, uh, the heart of knowledge. It's the doorway to my realm. Yeah, would we have called him a heart? <laughs> he was kind of an asshole. He wasn't very nice. Yeah. Bit of a prick. Well, he kind of picked that up from you. What? Well, people on your realm anyway, over the eons. I All I did was give it the ability to learn. Oh. Well, that makes sense. It quite quite does... the crying Indian it... at the side of the road, isn't it? Yeah, it does kind of make sense. All I'm saying is with unlimited knowledge, you'd pick up some manners or something. Um, <laughs> can, he, can he hear us in here? I wouldn't say so. He... he... What? What? Jim! It just echoes seemingly forever. Like, you don't know if that echo would ever end. It just goes away, 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 away. Trestlespoon watches his echo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bamfor throws a javelin into the expanse. Oh, God. Uh, okay, you see it fly. Uh, you can throw them like 120 feet or something. Uh, it flies 120 feet and then it just lands on white nothingness. Bamfor goes and gets it. Okay, you walk off 120 feet, and Hayden is just standing in front of you, saying, um, 
Right. Uh, well, I'm the god of knowledge. Is there anything you'd like to know? What are we doing here? Why are we here? Well, you returned to the god heart. How do I, how long do I boil an egg? For? It's a good question, actually. It depends on the temperature of the water. Good answer. That's a decent answer. And the size of the egg. Are we talking a dragon egg? Size... Oh, wait. You don't know what dragons are, do you? Size seven egg. Pack and save. (laughs) Only six dollars a dozen. (laughs) Six dollars and ninety-nine a kilo. (laughs) Molly's Molly's now racking her brains, but she doesn't really know what's going on. But if she's going to get the opportunity to learn anything, she's trying to think of what she would want to learn. Aren't you glad the DM already used up the Mickey Mouse voice? (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, okay, well, if you're the god of all knowledge, does this past, present, and future? Unfortunately, I can't know the future, but I can generally take a pretty good guess in most cases. How about how about you how about you riddle me this fancy pants? So you've walked back with your javelin? I've walked back with my javelin. And I've called him fancy pants. Um, he looks down at his pants and goes, Thanks! They're <laughs> <laughs> just like plain brown work trousers. If I say if I tell a lie, my nose grows. And then what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Molly turns back and goes, What happened to the temple that we came from? Well, that's still there. In fact, you are too. Is this real or is this... Oh, it's very real. No, no, I mean, what happened to it to cause it to be... Uh, I've got it. A cart leaves Dantonier going one mile an hour. Oh, I've heard this A similar cart leaves... Oh, no, I lost it again. (laughs) Marley is You'll patient. get there, big fella. Marley is patiently waiting. Jules, on the other hand, is smacking her head against a wall right now. I turn back to Marley and says, Oh, well, the, the city... What happened to it was what happens to all cities over time. It decayed. Of course, the world being destroyed a few times didn't really help. Yeah, people keep talking about this destroying. Jim was talking about that. Jim's the gem, by the way. I got that. <laughs> we call him Jim because he's a uh, he's a gem. Do you get the Very joke? Very clever. You the, thank you. It means a lot coming from you. <laughs> God of knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jim, Jim was talking about how the world was destroyed and something about a surge and something about wielders and, and he doesn't know if they've been found and stuff. Yes. Should we be bothered about that? You should be very bothered. <laughs> My connection to the material realm has not been very strong until, well, until right now, with the gem returned. So I can know a lot more than I did. And then he sort of stares at you, but kind of through you. And you see his eyes darting back and forth like he's reading something from a screen. Like he's got Google glasses on. <laughs> yeah, cool. He's like studying something and says, One wielder has been found, and there are... I believe two more who are being searched for as we speak. Is it me? Am I the wheel of a man? I feel like we'd know man. Unfortunately, no. Am oh. I the wheel? Yeah, do I know him? Is it Tristan Is Spoon? it someone we know? Is it someone I don't in this believe room? you do. There is a wielder in uh, the frozen continent of Magus to the deep south. Do you Marley mean feels a pang all of a sudden. There is another wielder in, in, in a the, memory of a character. In she the heart is. of Arkvale <laughs> City. Oh. oh. And there is another. Not too far away from you, 
and Airedale. Ooh, are they nice? She is a young girl of eight years old, I believe. She's nice. Polite, is it? She is, this, she is polite. Is this? Oh, that's good. Is this our mission to find the wielders? I can't tell you <laughs> your mission. You decide your mission. Is this a wielder or a welder? <laughs> <laughs> Welders have not been invented yet. She's an eight-year-old that works with molten metal, so not in your current iteration of the world, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. But now that my connection has been restored, uh, men and women around the world will be inspired to invent great new things. We have, uh, as long as the gem stays in place, there will be a, a grand boom of technology and invention. Ooh, okay, like well, the machine gun in the gas chamber. I Real renaissance things those are. <laughs> I, I have a question about inventions. More about Shoot, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> I got you, fam. God of knowledge. Turns out the sun is He meant to. Come on, you fucking whore. He meant to. And you say to your mates, go. She feels. How many female friends do you have? She feels the word feminism flash up in her head. She doesn't know what it means, but she feels very strongly about it all of a sudden. She. Princess. She. You're a loose cannon to the God of knowledge. Of self-invention, I, I have a lot of people I'm very angry about, and a lot of revenge I'd like to take. And I'm, well, if we're gonna be really honest about it, not terribly strong enough to do it. How do I, how do I go about being more powerful? Well, I can help you there. Really? Well, the whole point of me is I'm, the, I'm the concept, the idea of, of knowledge and invention. I can help you with a few items that can. Uh, Take care of any of your needs. Okay. Where, where, do you, where do you poo? I don't. I'm a concept. Can I... Can I poo? If you like. And he waves his hand towards an area and uh, a, a little square, like a, a white cube rises up from the floor with a hole in it. Therefore, it just goes where he is. <laughs> <laughs> I should have seen that coming. <laughs> Mali goes, oh, there's so many things I want to be better at. I want to be better at talking to animals. I want to be better with my bows. I want to be better. I want to be the best performer in the world. And I'm sure one day you will be. Before we get to that, are there any more questions you have? Just Anything you'd like to know about the world or the universe? M- Mr. Who took, who took Jim? Why did Jim disappear? Who took him from his place? It was a thief among the ranks of the church at the time. Somebody looking to profit from Jim's obvious value. Yeah, profit. Works both ways. We... we are Double entendres. <laughs> we, fun. the um, Apple Squatters, hashtag Squatters Girls, um, are currently in line with the uh, United Airedale Resistance. Do you know much about them? United Arkvale resistance, they are resisting Sorry. against Arkvale. Um, Why do I still have that written down wrong? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> says, oh yes, and then again looks at a screen or something that you're not seeing. Says, I'm aware of the resistance's work, fighting back against Arkvale. It's good. It's good they're doing that. Arkvale 
can do much damage to the world. So that is something we should be... Because Molly's always been a little bit, you know, confused as to whether she wanted to be part of the resistance or not. So she's like, so that is something good for me to associate with? Well, I shouldn't take sides, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking sides. Uh, Pamphor pulls up his his sleeve and goes, this rash, should I be concerned? (laughs) Yes, go see an apothecary immediately. (laughs) That's a good note. I'm not going to, but good note. So, Mister, are we the are we the good guys? Yes. Well, I can tell you that Arkvale is certainly under the leadership of one very, very bad person. Well, technically not a person. A thing. Yes. Can you help me with my wand? Trestlespoon throws the wand of healing at him. Uh, it lands at Haydet's feet, and he picks it up, he examines it, and he goes, Ah, a great invention. I banged it on a wall, but it only worked once. Give me a moment, and he totters over to his workbench, and just does a few things with his back turned, and then comes back and says, Good as new. Ooh. Still only one charge. What? Whoever made this didn't make it very well. Why one? <sighs> Trestlespoon sighs and takes the wand. Kind of thankful, but also a bit miffed. You're welcome, you ungrateful fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Just hang on. I feel like we're squandering the god of knowledge in the most beautiful way. You're one time to access the internet. (laughs) Yes. I'm like... Cat videos. I feel like like we're missing something. I I mean, obviously these wielders are pretty important in the whole not exploding the world thing, but what is exploding the world exactly? Well, every 800 years, uh, something called the Surge arrives. And it's uh, an enormous burst of raw magical energy. And there are people called wielders who, who can harness the magic inside themselves and sort of channel it, funnel it into themselves, uh, preventing the magic from entering the world unleashed. Where is this magic coming from? From Ison's core. There were people... Uh, a long, long time ago, who worshipped the Surge. They called it a god. They called it Crover the Decider. Oh, Crover! <laughs> Crover the Decider! Super Crover! Super okay. Crover! So they, so they worshipped it and made it worse? It had no effect whatsoever. It's just a force of nature. Right. So it's like an earthquake. How many years up are we? But we're like coming up on the next surge. Oh. The next one is due any day now. Any day now? <laughs> yeah, literally. Bloody hell. <laughs> and you? I wasn't really worried about it before. The Empress of Arkvale is in possession of one of these wielders, and she's preparing him to receive it. Well, that's good. Is one enough? One is enough. But that one, he will become an immensely powerful sorcerer without equal. Essentially a god. Well, that's, that's very nice for him. And if he's doing the Empress of Arkvale's bidding, well, I probably don't have to tell you what's going to happen. Yeah, that doesn't seem good. No. Well, why, why, good. why would he? He's a god. Do you do the bidding of people? That's are right. There, are there others searching for the wilderness? Fuck him. Get there an are. old Cadillac. There get are. like 19 women with just enormous bosoms or men with enormous penises. And right. just I don't know what he's talking about. 
You know, if do you're you a know god, what he's talking about? He, he's theorizing things you could do with all that power. Right. Essentially, he'd create a hip hop video. Right. You don't know what that is. Sounds good. I, I yes. don't. But to I be fair, I didn't recognize half of the outfits in that weird room of mannequins that we've destroyed. I mean. You what? <laughs> <laughs> you destroyed my mannequin friend? <laughs> they hold the souls of my ancestors. <laughs> Can you restore the temple back to what it was? It seems that great knowledge has been lost from the world. Unfortunately, and the world unfortunately, I can't have that amount of direct influence on the world, but I can, however, inspire craftsmen to do the job for you. Okay, well that makes sense. Will you pay them also? Do you know Foxworthy? That's the hog you were with, correct? Yes. Hmm. I don't. I haven't had the pleasure. <laughs> okay, I just wondered if. I hear your brother has. <laughs> <laughs> not canon. No, not like canon. Wilton has not been Foxworthy. You got got that. <laughs> Too far. Too far, DM Brand. I couldn't resist. Trestle Spoon goes to high five the god of knowledge. <laughs> he straight up high fives you. Yeah, boom. He's like, yeah, my gnome brother from another mother. Woo! <laughs> Where are all the gnomes, by the way? Well, um, in the last. I mean, yeah, the last. My family. <laughs> Jesus. Well. well <laughs> I, can, I was waiting. I can tell you that question. the vast majority of gnomes perished in the last uh, last time that the surge came unleashed, sixteen hundred years ago. But of the gnomes who were alive uh, in the world, many of whom uh, grew up with Trestlespoon here, I can tell you exactly what's happened to them. Keep going. He again reads some kind of screen, scanning his eyes back and forward very quickly, like it's like Neo receiving information. Yeah. In the Matrix when he's learning yeah, new skills. Yeah, he's downloading. Yeah, so, and um, then he says, um, Your entire community was taken by humans who then gave the gnomes to a group of fire giants who are keeping them under a mountain in Brus. Brus? Yes. The en- nearest entrance is behind Stonemore, the capital city. This is good to know. Many of the gnomes have perished. What? Your brother, Squathel Squad, is still alive. <laughs> he is holding out hope of one day escaping the torture. Ah, oh, yes. I remember Squatty. Oh, Squatty. Oh, I remember being kidnapped. <laughs> it wasn't fun. I'm crying with sadness. Poor Squaff. He's endured almost 200 years of torture. <laughs> oh, 200 years. I almost sitting in a fucking tavern, cleaning toilets, doing fuck all about it until now. I didn't know where they were. You didn't really try to find out. You're wrong. Frey Levisius was telling the truth. Wow. I'm going to. What about my 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 parents? Your parents have unfortunately passed. <laughs> so it's. Just... They were old, as gnomes go. They were old. But they didn't die of old age. They were <laughs> fucked in the head to death. They died in tremendous pain. But at least I have Squaff. Squaffle Squad. Squaffle Squad. Well, how? How How do we do this? What? <laughs> and Kamali's not even really listening to them. She's caught up in all her thoughts about wielders and the world exploding and... It all seeming very overwhelming right now. There is a group of people searching the southern continent looking for a wielder right now that they hope to bring back in time. 
I thought this revelation would be a poignant moment, but it seems I squandered it. Squandered? <laughs> it seems I squandered it. <laughs> <laughs> and there is another wielder who is being searched for as well. The woman, the young, the young girl I spoke of. From Airedale. Correct. Well, she's not from Airedale, but she's currently in Airedale. We were just there. <laughs> I know. How are we find- You're still technically there now. <laughs> How would we find her? If we wanted to find her, and where would we take her that was safe away from Argvale if we wanted to help? Well, right now, she is currently in the city of Wilshane. In the north of Airedale, right on the border of Cyrus. Marley, you've been there. Yep. <laughs> I liked Cyrus, she thinks. So fondly. Um, Would you like to know anything more about the God Hearts? Uh, yeah, how are we inside this thing? And Well, you're technically inside it and not inside it. I'm weirdly gonna miss Jim. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't. He's an arrogant fuck. <laughs> yeah, but he was also kind of handy. We liked him. I didn't. You didn't like him? No, it was alright. I like it's, Jim. Uh, it's, uh, it's gonna be sad not to travel with him anymore. Can we call Jim from distance? Is, that, is there a thing that that works on? I'm sure there is some kind of spell that the DM could look up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jim. And be like, and be like, hey Jim, we've got a question. You know, it'd be like, it'd be like long distance. You know, like who some wants to be a millionaire? Siri. Sort of. Serenario. Alexa. <laughs> um, but I do have something that could help you. And he again walks off to the bench mm-hmm. and he comes back with a key. It is large. It's very. It's uh, a lot larger than a normal key. It's um, sort of the size of a. Oh, what is something like the same <coughs> size? Guitar. A ukulele. It's about the size of a ukulele, um, but it's very squarish. It's got a square. Where normally the, a key would have like a round head where you attach it to the keyring. Mm-hmm. It's square. It's got a square rod sticking out of it and three square teeth at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything is like cubic edges. And he he, um, he shows it to you but not handing it to you. He says, this is my latest invention. I call it the dimension locker. And he holds it out in front of him. Like, like he's pushing it into a lock. Yeah. And turns it. And then opens a small microwave size hole in reality. It says, you can store pretty much anything in here. And if I have one and you have one... What? We can just pass things to you. Or I could pass things to you. That could totally work. That's awesome. That's like a bag of holding with two sides. It's exactly like a bag of holding with two sides. <laughs> I like it. But with an infinite expense for all the hands a man could want. Uh, exactly. Mount- anything that can fit through this doorway. And he gestures to the microwave-sized hole. Uh, can be stored inside this space. Well, I can make almost anything fit through that. Please, nothing living though. Oh, don't it won't be. Don't worry. What about hands? How do you feel about dead hands cut off? <laughs> I think they're funny. Hey, <laughs> put it there, partner. And Bedford uh, puts out a hand. And he fist bumps it. Hey, this guy's the man. This guy's fucking great. Can I put old? Food I, I say to him, you know, you're really not helping my cause here. <laughs> can I put old? food in there and uh, and things I find. You can put anything you want in there. And anytime you want to retrieve something, just think of the thing you want, and that'll be to hand. Alright. What if I... Can I put my diary in there? 
You can. He's I'll have access to it. He's gonna read it. You won't read it. I <laughs> promise I won't. I pinky promise. He holds out a pinky. Trestle Spoon reaches over and in... And pinky swears with a yeah. fucking god. Yeah. Band 4 <laughs> leans down and goes, Make sure you stamp it. <laughs> pinky with a stamp. Pinky with a stamp? <laughs> oh, and the, the tri- thumb stamp. Trestle Spoon thumb raises stamp. his thumb uh, over the locked pinky. Sweet, bro. <laughs> Band 4 goes, Nice move. Two men here, this is choice. No, it's a It's promise. a shame you have to go back to your realm soon. Could we put our head through and talk to him? You would die. That's yeah, a you good can't, way to you can't breathe in it. Can I shout through it? You can pass notes through it. But not with my hand. Verbal notes? <laughs> you can put your hands in because it's getting hands in now. <laughs> uh, I don't know if sound travels inside this space. I haven't fully tested it yet. If I yell into it and lock it, then you open it, will the yell come out? <laughs> you know what? Yep. <laughs> I believe that would work. It's like we were testing Robert's um, robot hands, or like invisible hands. I throw shellfish at him. <laughs> you were there, don't laugh. I love that. Like, so, about, about the, how do we get more... Yeah. Able to help the resistance. Ah, yes, perfect. Uh, okay, and he goes and opens up, um, like slides open a door, which is like opening a closet. But you didn't see a door. He just moved open a like a space of white nothingness, and says, "Banfor, I'll need your help. This is heavy." Oh, it gestures for you to come into the closet. Nothing. <laughs> I've been in the closet before. I didn't like it. Do you come and help? Yes. Okay, so you go into this closet and. Inside, it's just a small, it's just a small space, and there is a crate. A ben Four is rolling for initiative. <laughs> I attack the god hated. As you swing whatever weapon or melee attack at him, um, he sort of does Do this it. like I, I dream of genie nod, and just a part of reality shoots up in front of him and blocks your attack. He's in full control of this realm. Uh, I uh, Ben Four narrows his eyes and goes. Good move, young man. That was dumb. <laughs> I never s- have said I was smart. Anyway, are you going to help me, please? <laughs> I thought I was. Okay, and do, so there's a heavy crate. Um, and so you lift it up, and he walks out of the closet, you follow him, and uh, you drop it in front of everybody. <laughs> he looks over and goes, Clean it out your closet, eh? <laughs> Get rid of some skeletons. Mind the skeletons. <laughs> Um, it's an M&M joke. Yeah, I, I got it. Yeah. And uh, you look. I in, couldn't think of what You look inside the crate, and you see a bunch of wonderful magic items. Ooh, I take them all and presents. tell no one. <laughs> uh, well, this is in front. Everyone can see. I take them um, all and tell no one. Hey, hey, hey. get those back. Hey, he climbs into the crate because <laughs> he's only a fucking nut. And he picks up a, what looks, uh, to begin with, like a dagger. Just a regular dagger. And he holds it out to Trestlespoon. And he says, you all like this one, Trestlespoon. Um, <laughs> the fucking line the witch in the wardrobe. Uh, and then he, I am Aslan. And then he I says. for one hair from her golden head. Then he says. Uh, he says, try it out. And he points and gestures to um, uh, behind you where a target pops up about 15 feet away from you and he says hold the hilt but try throwing just the blade what? so like throwing a dagger but not letting go of the hilt 
Oh, Trestle Spoon <laughs> takes the dagger and flips the thing uh, like, uh, a whip. like a whip. Yeah. Yeah. So this, this very thin filament chain shoots out of the handle and the dagger embeds into the target, like with a very nice, satisfying thud. Was it more precise than the throw I had given it? Roll a... roll a melee attack. <laughs> it hits the, just the outside edge of the target. Nah, couldn't and then um, he says, give it a light pull. Trestle Spoon flicks his wrist deftly. Yep, and the filament chain retracts very quickly like a vacuum cleaner cord. Ooh. And the dagger... Or like a tape measure when it's coming yep, back in. Pull, the dagger pulls itself back together. Okay. He says, there are two ways you can use that. He goes, try something else. And then around you pops up four targets very close to you. Like right in, me, in your immediate vicinity. Trestle Spoon uh, uh, lunges the dagger forward in a horizontal arc in an attempt to splay all four targets at once. So you do like a spinning 360 swing? That's bloody well right. <laughs> the, uh, the As you do, the chain extends just like two feet, uh -huh. and whipping around you, the dagger slices a slash out of all four targets and then retracts back in your hand. Woo! Do that, Gandalf. I thought you might like that. That's woo. Then um, says to Marley, take this, and he hands you what looks just like your hand crossbow. Amazing. She looks at it. And she's already it is like, not, it is not loaded. Like panting with like, tell me about it. Tell me about it. it it's not loaded. And he says, uh, well, try it out. And he gestures to a target about sixty odd feet away from you. Molly always went to state the obvious goes, but it's not loaded. Just try it out. Okay. So you point it at the target. Yep. And as, and you, I, as like, you pull the trigger mechanism, yeah. Um, a bolt sort of teleports out of the chain, out of the body of it, into position, and then fires. Amazing. And then it embeds in the target as another bolt teleports out of the body into position, ready to fire again. Shit, is this like a self-filling crossbow? Sure. So crossbow. Oh my god. And you notice as you watch the bolt that you fired into the target vanishes. Amazing. This is it's great. The same bolt hitting and then reappearing. You don't know that, but yes. Ooh. Yeah, it's So like it's sick. a sequential motion, like it's yeah. not like one it, sticks it in and another one comes and then it, re it, it does re the damage and then comes back. Amazing. Trestle Spoon's eyes have rolled to the back of his head due to the <laughs> total awesomeness Just of whipping his fucking yeah. dagger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, trust, 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 trust! You saved my crossfire! You saved my crossfire! He says, Bang 4, I know you'll love this one. Oh, I'm alright, thank you. Alright, and he closes the box. Alright, <laughs> what is this thing? Alright, what is it? He, <laughs> he struggles under the weight and lifts up a weapon that is a great axe at one end, a strong a dense rod connecting to a great sword at the other end. As is the holy symbol for Sorgamal, the god of death. Heck yeah. You commented when you saw this on a door, you want one. I do want one. Oh, I know. I'm like Santa. <laughs> mm. Says, I won't get you to try this out. I think you know what this does. Try stab, it, stab. try it, try it. Um, Can I try it a with, little bit? With the, yeah, sure. He you, turns around and hits Molly. <laughs> um, a target appears right behind you. Go for the owl. Go for the owl. <laughs> uh, Bamfor, 
Okay, so it's got a sword at one end and an axe at the other. A great sword at one and a great axe at the other. There's your problem. If you're doing that kind of strike, yes. So it's more of a Darth Maul type situation you're going to have to use. You have to be more dexterous. But you'll you notice... about this in a really early episode, eh? Yeah. I'm stabbing myself in the eye. I like it. You as, describe it. a great mace. As you swing it at this target, you notice that there's enough um, momentum left in your swing to also swing the other end. Ooh. So you swing the axe and there's enough momentum to also get a swing with the, the sword end as well. Oh, so you're basically like twirling. Double attack. There's a double strike. And all of these weapons, for the sake of weapon resistances, are considered magical weapons. Woohoo! He says, but wait, there's more! <laughs> and Susan Paul, amazing, Susan yeah. Paul appears. Um, uh, natural glow! Yeah. <laughs> it's, got a na- it's got an unnatural glow. That was too good. Um, Hi! <laughs> hello! It's not Is this the same person who said hello on the podcast last time? Like, oh shit, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that, Every damn time, Manny. <laughs> that was my owl, Pretain. I apologise, I have not introduced her yet. <laughs> that was the dwarf god of forgery or something? Forgery? Last time she was a dwarf named something. Uh, no, last time she was Poffman, a cleric. Yes. In the resistance. I feel like we cut that out. No, we left it there. Oh, I left it there. Um, Cut that out. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, and then he says, uh, he reaches down into the crate again and holds out to Trestle Spoon a pair of blue leather boots. Ooh, blue is my favourite colour. He takes the boots. Okay. And puts them on. And then he does a sort of wave of his hand and out of the floor rises um, this a big tall wall. And he says, <gasps> Oh my god, no Go shit. ahead. What? What are you? Trestle Spoon walks towards the wall. And puts a vertical step onto the wall. What does his foot do? You can walk up this wall, but with every step, with with the uh, boots of spider climb, uh-huh. you can climb any vertical surface or even ceilings as if you are walking on them. Uh-huh. But with each step, they glow a bright blue, which would lower your stealth or make stealth impossible. Sting! <laughs> That's still sick. They glow near trickery. This is. Trestlespoon takes some waddling strides up the wall. You and the two of you are watching your friend walk up a wall. And he's just with his bright glowing blue. He's gonna start sleeping like a fucking thing. Is there a roof? Me. There is not. <laughs> I sleep him out. Me. Trestlespoon crosses his arms and looks down at everybody and raises his eyebrows as if to say, Woohoo! <laughs> 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 I was gonna say, if you walk on the ceiling, I'd be like, pick. But some, a little tiny drop of drool sits out of your mouth, and you do notice it adheres to the normal rules of gravity and it falls down to where they are. Okay. So you are not defying gravity. Banffor catches it in his open mouth. Dresselspoon spits upward in an attempt for Banffor to catch the spit when it comes back down. He does. And he what, spits in his own face because he spits straight upwards yeah, but could, it comes can straight I, back down. Can I roll again? on my spit, please? Sure. Hold it me. Four. <laughs> spit in your own face, I mean. So he spits You spit upward and like you're trying to catch. Like M&M's or marshmallows <laughs> in your mouth, you miss and it hits your nose. Trestlespoon licks his nose. And then he hands out to Marley a small uh, ring, a gold band, oh, rose gold band. Oh, and she's like, oh, I loved your ring. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she, she puts it on. Obviously. 
Not on the marriage finger, because that would be wrong. <laughs> Married to God. We are now. <laughs> you are one of my nuns. Um, okay, you immediately feel a little bit more charming. Oh, wick. Um, and my charisma is fuck right now. Your charisma just gained... Uh, you gained plus two to your charisma score, mm. which I believe gives you an extra plus one to your mod. Yes. If you want to know, although... Yeah, I do. I do probably want to know what the ring um, is. And I would have asked. I would, yes, yes. I, I would be like, woo! Well, this, this is the ring of personality. Well, I so have a personality it's now. It's a legendary item. <laughs> and if you had bothered to read the inscription before putting it on... <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> it says, well, to be honest, you wouldn't be able to read it anyway. In Celestial, it says, to charm, to beguile, to deceive. Okay. I like it. And then it says, too bad for it. Last but not least, big fella. Uh, I can't lift this one. Can you help? Therefore, reaches down and assists. And you pull out a shield. Ooh. It does not appear to have any kind of means <coughs> of holding it. There's no handle, no strap, nothing. It is just a solid metallic shield. I put it on my butt. <laughs> if, if, it hovers at your butt as if it is strapped to something. Oh my god. And then, um, Hadiot says. Can I use this at the same time as a presumably double handed. Hadiot says. So you've still got your, you pick up your axe sword, your new weapon. Sax. You can call it sax if you want. She, no. Marley has a sax. I have a sax. You have fine. an axe sword. Uh, a swax sword. Swax sword. A swax. Is it like, uh, swax my sword. <laughs> you swax your sword at squaddle squaff. Sword axe. I would never hurt squaddle squaff. <laughs> Squaffles. Squaffle squaff. Squaffle squad, yeah. Squaffle squaff. I have no idea anymore. I swax um, my sword at squaffle squaff. And so, and then he says, Say the words, and he goes, well, it's kind of embarrassing, but the current command phrase is, I love pancakes. You can change that if you want. <laughs> no, that seems appropriate. I love pancakes! The animated, the shield animates and leaps off of your back or butt where you had it, and it takes up a defensive position in front of you as if you were holding it. You but still I have both arms free. That's sick. Woo! That's, that's, that's a two-handed weapon with a shield. That's sick. How much does that increase my AC? Plus two. Fuck yeah, bitch. Are these like, plus two initiative, they have not been used in this whole time. Anyway. By the way, are these like real weaponry? Um, or are these the, like kind of made up weaponry? The animated shield is an existing magic item cool. in D&D. &D. The other, the oh, spider climb is a spell in D&D. &D. I just applied them to a, a pair of boots. Sure. Um, and everything else I homebrewed. Cool. And I discussed with Oliver earlier today which would be best in Tokyo. Oh, really? <laughs> I'm yeah. not in Tokyo. No, they're talking about my boyfriend. Yeah, boyfriend. <clears throat> yeah. Who's in That's Tokyo? Oliver from D20 Multiverse. Uh, check out at D20Verse on Twitter. Um, so uh, you've each tested out these new items. Mm. And uh, then Haydet turns to Banfor and says, um, oh, uh, I should probably explain why I gave you that weapon. No, it makes complete sense. Alright. Murder. <laughs> I don't know. He says, um, well it appears that uh, your friend is in hot demand with two of the gods. Which is very strange. What? What? I've never, what? I've never seen this ever more, for more than one god to lay claim to the same mortal. 
to him. To him. Yeah. and Urzak. Old homeless McGee over here. Hey, uh, Tristan Spoon. Sorry. Spoon. Yeah, we're I, all know. I thought they might want me. I know, Where, right. Where is your fucking over? Oh, get, get over it. Just because you got. Oh, Mr. Two Gods. Oh, going back to your fucking fire giants and your dead parents while you left alone. Well, at all least right. I've got Squaffle Squad. Tristan Spoon Sweet without. Do you want to? <laughs> Tristan Spoon without rolling a religion check would know that. Um, Sorgamul and Urzak, mm-hmm. uh, the gods of death and chaos, respectively. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure we saw them and on the door. And that explains the strange weak auras that Banfor felt earlier. Mm. And um, uh, Hadid remarks again, As I said, I've never seen two gods lay claim to the same mortal before. Banfor starts saying, fight, 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 fight. Well, I'm, I don't think they have the power <laughs> to do that. Hope neither of their god hearts have been returned. What if I got them both Interesting. Molly's like, is that an info drop? <laughs> it's it's info. Did someone steal the god hearts on purpose? Well, the god hearts tend to all get lost to time over and over again. In fact, never in the history of Ison have all eleven been re- been rested all at once. So there's eleven gods. Yes. What would happen if they were all rested at once? Well, we would all have the most power we could all possibly have, and we could pos- we could potentially commune with one another and take direct action in the mortal realm. That sounds like a bad idea. Like, no offense, but is that a good thing? We like you, but not that much. Especially if the gods of death and chaos. It feels like it wouldn't be the realm of mortals for long. You are thinking of death and chaos as bad things. They're all part of nature. Oh, please, I'm not. Don't lay that at my door. I'm a fan of both. I'm a big fan of, like, what are the other... And to be other... fair, there are worse things than that out there. I was going to say... Including that Empress. Who are the Is other gods, Is there a god of butt sex though? with no lube? So we know... It's a demigod. We know, we know you're the god of knowledge. Knowledge? What's it's a that? semi-god. Knowledge and invention. Sure. And then there's the gods of death and chaos. Yep. And then Bruna's the god of what? Order. Order. Bruna's order. So the direct opposite to chaos. Yeah, sure. Um, but that's only four. We only know about four gods. Do you well, guys know you should have listened other... in church. <laughs> I feel like... Well, you saw the door I feel in, like... the under, in the underground tunnel yeah. that had the 11 a... god symbols on. Yeah, there's like a butterfly and a wolf and a lightning Oh, the cloud. butterfly, that's Fraylin. Oh, Her god heart's in transit as we speak. Fraylin. So where? From where? Well, some adventurers found it in that frozen continent of Magus. Oh, Where are they taking drop, it to? Do you just drop some serious info on me? Because I don't even know if I knew that was a god heart. You didn't? Oh my god, now I've got player knowledge and character knowledge. Fuck you for doing that to me. They, <laughs> they don't know what it is. In fact, they've barely paid it any attention. Yeah, they put it just forgot about it. It was a shiny stone and we just went, shiny stone. Eh. It's a giant <laughs> amethyst crystal the size of a head. Yeah, I just thought it was good. <laughs> like, we could yeah. sell it for just something. It cool. <laughs> yeah, we were just it holds the, the dreams and luck. <laughs> and fate and destiny. Ooh, okay. Um, All stripper names. Says the, uh, the god heart for Tratora, the, the god of... Weather and elements, that's been returned to the city of Linaris. So I'm assuming that's the lightning cloud? Yes. And the god of lies, Zinth, has been returned to uh, its home at the Israel. Gra- at the Grand Theatre in Crianta. The god of lies? What the hell would that, that word be? Oh, of course. 
Did I feel I would be taking notes if I could, you know, so the, so take notes? If only this was being recorded. I'm kind of overwhelmed, mister. I still can't believe I've spoken in this voice for almost an hour now. <laughs> so, okay, so that one's been returned. And well, that I can't believe it's not butter, so, you know. So we've just got the wolf and the flame and infinity. And a few others. Yes. That's Broden, the Sun Shield Hammer. The axe is the god of death. The ring, I don't know which one that is. The death heart is actually in the possession of the fire giants who are holding Trestlespoon's family. Oh. Ooh la la. Ooh, two birds, one stone. Ha, oh, I get it. Heart. <laughs> one heart. One heart, that's right. <laughs> Two birds, one stone, one heart. <coughs> so wait, hang on. I feel like my exclamations quest log is filling up quite a lot here and I'm not sure which one I should concentrate on. Is the DM is giving you an open world. Oh so all the side missions. Yeah, I don't know whether to go after these god hearts or to try and help out with the finding of the wielders. I wanted a new blue belt to go with my shoes. Well, to be fair... You can probably buy one in Dantonier. By the way, your bodies are standing right next to huge sacks of gold. What? Well, I did, we did see those sacks when we walked into that room. Did we gold? just get Harry Potter'd? I think we just got Harry Potter'd. Who's Harry Potter? Who's Harry Potter? Turn, turns out you're rich and real good at stuff, Harry. But we'll still pretend you're poor. <laughs> the Weasleys have to buy all your books. Why's that? <laughs> They're for real poor, but you don't help out at all, you <laughs> piece of shit. You keep your savings, Harry. What are you, you saving your money for your parents, you fucking twat? <laughs> oh, you're all wizards. Why don't you cure cancer and AIDS, you fucking assholes? How about that? How many rapes have you not stopped with your fucking magic yeah, you're fucking you're animals? Dirty rogue, you idiot. How do you know about Harry Potter? God of knowledge. You're the god of knowledge. I know about it. Well, you just told us. We read one of your things you were looking at. Oh, the book's back in the library. That's right. <laughs> it was all seven. <laughs> we read all seven of them. Make sure you check out A Song of Ice and Fire while you're there. Ooh. <coughs> it's not finished, though. <laughs> and I don't think it ever will be. George R. R. fucking Martin and his goddamn diabetes. Even the god of knowledge doesn't know how Game of Thrones is. <laughs> Turns out winter wasn't coming. The Starks were all shit. Winter was coming for George. Because then he died. Who's George? George Arrow. It's the long con. Oh, I thought you meant uh, George Windsor. Okay, um, <laughs> is I... there anything else you want to know? This episode has gone off the rails. Off the rails. I, I want to know if Foxworthy is a boy or a girl. Foxworthy already told you. No, he didn't. That whore girl with is one hell of a boy. Because I forgot to. <laughs> if I, you know what I mean. I forgot to know Done with the lady we saw. Also, do you know and if Tap, love it. Tap has ever thought about it? He stares off into space and reads the script. And it says, he's thinking of you right now. Oh my god. Okay, I want to go home now. <laughs> That's what she says. She's like, I want to go home now. Alright. If this is all you need from me. I feel like I've probably forgotten to ask really obvious questions. But... Um, I feel like we've forgotten to ask obvious questions, but we'll, be, we'll check in from time to We've time. Got the, we can yell We've into the, the box. box. Hey, oh, also, uh, if you also, get bored... Can, can I have the key? Certainly. <laughs> just 
hands it over to you. Sweet. Also, if you get bored or down, and you or you want to chat or anything, or you just yeah. want to check in, feel free. Have a little knock and a knock on the wall. Hey, and does your, you know, does your owl come anywhere in the real world? Is it just you? Like, the owl doesn't come out? No. The owl's more of my companion here. Oh my god! Fuck! Um, so there's this guy in our world called Trentus Grifton. Oh, that fucking asshole. Yeah. I he, saw what he did. He tried to kill all those women. Yeah. What the shit was up with that? He was being controlled. Well, not controlled. He's a selfish asshole, always has been. Well, yeah, okay. He was doing the bidding of, of a demon called Groft. Right. Is that evil demon bird following me round? Is he anything to do with that? Similar, but considerably lesser. That's a demon called Oliver. Both of them. Oliver. Both of them uh, think they serve Urzak, the god of chaos. Who do they really serve? They sort of serve the realm of chaos, but they don't really do anyone's bidding. Urzak surely didn't tell them to do that shit. <laughs> well, I mean, they're acting the, on behalf of chaos. The god of chaos. I guess he probably doesn't really mind what they do. Well, that's fair too. Okay, so the demon graph is like controlling this guy is that what he does he just finds like people to kill on his behalf yes he typically them... finds uh, a mortal to invest his time in he makes them powerful he gives them his powers in exchange for being given minor access to your realm should we be worried about seeing this trentus again i think you should be very worried i'm not sure where he is now i can't see him but he's not dead well, um, if there's nothing else. No, okay, I think that now that's all. Yeah, I nearly forgot to ask about it. All right. And then he opens up a door in nothingness and stands beside it, gesturing for you to walk through. Uh, uh, just before Marley leaves, she goes, have we been here before? Yes, many times. Well, not you, but yeah, you. It's hard to explain. Marley just... Nods to herself as like, eh, Before comes eh, running past and cannonballs at the door. And, and, and well, she's, she's kind of nodding to herself, slightly like processing quite a lot. Yeah, okay. She's walking towards the door. Yeah, you know, why wouldn't I? It's always you who returns it. Before. Um, totally. I mean, I could have shaved my hair off, I suppose, and dyed it Come brown. On, I mean, it's totally. Trestle Spoon pushes it slowly. Yeah, through the Nudging, like nudging, like a nudges a mumbling, like elderly patient down a corridor. Demons, Gotha! I mean, this totally makes sense, Come on, you crazy lady! Sorry, my mind is completely good. Have I? Wait. Trestle pushes it through. Then he he nods, and then he quickly flexes his dagger at the gnome. Okay. And attempt to take him out. As you do, a target pops up right in front of his face. The dagger hits the target. And he peeks out behind and goes, you prick. Dresselspoon <laughs> goes, hey. And then he backs out through into nothingness. Peace. Okay, there's a blinding flash of light. And then as the light subsides, you find yourselves in the exact positions where you were standing. Banfor next to River and Zathan. With, a, with two black creatures coming down a hallway. And you two in the altar room next to four large black sacks. Marley turns towards the sacks, opens them up. What does she say? Um, you see a, a fuckload of gold. And I'm like, oh, yeah, 
crazy man so me told me I'd be sitting and, next to sex of gold. And one totally makes sense. And one of the sacks has um, a fuckload of shiny gems of various colours. Gems. She's like Jim? <laughs> no, they are just inanimate. <laughs> no, but she's like Jim oh, is Jim oh, is embedded gems. in the altar and is not responding. Uh Bam for holding I assume his new axe and axe thing. Yep. Uh, and Zaith and River both go where the fuck did that come from? Banfor slowly pushes them behind him eyeballs the uh, approaching black slug things and says grimly I love pancakes and then charges and the shield jumps to action in front of you and that's the end of chapter one of the Fade of Ison. Oh my god, it was amazing. So that was Haydet, the god of knowledge. Seems like a pretty chill guy to me. And how about those magic items? Our heroes are surely prepared to take on the world now. And with all that info dumping, there's more than enough world for them to take on. Oh yes, things are going to get very interesting now. We'll be continuing the Apple Squatters journey in a couple of weeks with episode 21, but before that we'll have a few other things going on, including a full recap of these first 20 episodes and a couple of interlude episodes, including what happened to that power-hungry warlock scoundrel, Lord Trantus Grifton. Don't forget, we love hearing from you on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Fadeofison, and by good old-fashioned email, fadeofison at gmail.com. Bye, everyone, and thanks for joining us in Chapter 1.